A good day and welcome to episode 83 of the Plus One Player Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Steve, and as always, I'm joined by the lore connoisseur himself, Matt Martinez. Hello, Matt. Howdy. Not Howdy. as always. I've been absent here and there. You have the been absent few a little bit, but this is now, you were two weeks off, you're two weeks on, who knows where you'll be. Maybe you'll be on the Goliath with Manny next week. We'll, we'll find out. But this week, we're joined once again by the Green Bean Queen, Kate. <laughs> Green bean queen. I love green beans. There's a little backstory there. So we have a books channel in the Discord, which you should totally don't join unless you're racist, in which case don't join. We don't want to talk books with you. No. But Kate runs a very cool book club. So every month, a bunch of the Discord community members get together. They talk about a book. Mm -hmm. And I I usually don't participate in it just because what I have been reading was like Game of Thrones. So like I can only can show like focus on one book at a time if I even do that. But I noticed there's something that caught my eye because Kate was like, I'm going to be like a little late to book club. If you guys don't mind, I'm just going to be like housing green beans on camera. And someone was just like, you eating like a can of green beans? And she goes, yeah. Yeah. And so the <laughs> image of dinner. her. I had to eat dinner. Just like funneling green beans is very funneling i love (laughs) green beans (laughs) i do too i'm a big fan i grew up on like canned green beans also lasore peas they don't sponsor us but lasore peas Mm. were fucking delicious very good lasore peas exactly maybe they will sponsor us now never Never heard i'll send a tweet out to them i wish we were sponsored by green giant or something get free green green beans yeah yeah that'd be great we could do we could do a green bean giveaway so this is definitely spiraled very early but (laughs) kate it's lovely to have you how are you this week uh i'm doing well i got back from florida i was there this weekend it was a lot of fun nice Um, and I didn't get sunburned for once in my life, so that was a that's victory. always yeah. that's always a fear for me, especially this early in the season. Like I I go heavy on the SPF yes, early same. in the season. Absolutely, <laughs> you got. I spent two and a half hours with a furniture guy today. Oh jeez, what are you getting? Well, we are moving into a new room at work, so we have to buy oh. all new desks. Ah yes. This man was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about bananas and blueberries. And he read a book about bananas. He told me all about this book. He measured rooms, said things about numbers to me. Wild. Wild two and a half hours. That's a very riveting time. So I hope you get the desk you've been waiting for. It's all I want. And maybe some fruit. Maybe some green beans, (laughs) perhaps. That banana book. Yeah. Yeah. Bananas and green beans. An interesting combination. I don't recommend mixing them. But I love both. But they are very good. I have a banana pretty much every day. Anywho. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> you will notice once again Manny is absent. And this time he's actually, he's just sitting on a park bench. He's uh, a banana. He, he's eating a bowl of soup. It's oh. an interesting tactic on a hot day. But hey, if you want soup, you want soup. So I hope he enjoys the soup. I hope he doesn't burn the roof of his mouth. That's always very dangerous with that first mm. it's slurp a great of soup. soup. Split pea. Okay. Is it lasore peas? <laughs> I hope so. Also, a banana can grow in one day. These are, this has Aww. been an amazing opening. If anything, this That's has been the furniture man told me. our best opening of all <laughs> time. So. It's and it's, it's fitting that we're getting close to episode 100, that we're really finding our stride here in episode 83 with the opening. We nailed it. So <laughs> nailed in the meantime, it. we Great do TV have show. to keep the house clean. So, of course, follow us on social media. We are at Plus One Player on Twitter and Instagram, and that's at Plus the Number One Player. And go find us on Facebook, which is Facebook.com slash Plus One Player. You can go check out all of our social media sites to stay up to date with what's going on on the website, which, of course, is PlusOnePlayer.com. 
Head on over there to find all of our content. You'll find the podcast, the articles, videos that we produce that are on our YouTube channel, which you can go subscribe to if you're feeling in the mood to do so. Spicy. Spicy. And you can also find links on our website to Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash plus one player. So go check out some of our streamy streams on over there at twitch.tv slash plus one player. We'd love to have you. And of course, on the website and the Twitter bio, go find a link to our Discord. Like I mentioned earlier, if you want to join the book club, yeah, it's a great place. So come on in. We're having a great time. Great community. We'd love to have you unless, of course, you're racist, in which case you don't get any peas, no green beans, no books, nothing. You get nothing, pal. Get nothing. Get out of here. And if after all that, you've enjoyed the content, you've enjoyed hanging out on Discord, think of heading on over to patreon.com slash plus one player. And if you're feeling generous, throw us a buck or two because every dollar you give us will go right back to the show to make it the best podcast it can possibly be. We have an amazing group of supporters and we would love it if you would join that group. And of course, can't finish up housekeeping without mentioning the sponsor of the show, Nerdiest Brands, but I will tell you all about that before the topic of the podcast. So episode 83... We're off and running. It's warm. I think we're in. The, we're finally in the season where it's going to be hot podcast recording, mm-hmm. working up a sweat, talking about games, having a good time. So what's on the agenda for episode 83, Matt? Well, I don't know if you guys know, but we have a very special guest coming back to the show, Donna D. <laughs> oh, baby. The crowd goes wild. She will be here any minute. She's taking the L-I-double-R in. <laughs> Busy woman. Very busy schedule. Yeah. How does she fare in the humidity? I don't know. You know I'll, have to I'll ask her. Ask, I'll, yeah, I'll ask her when she gets here. <laughs> and after Coffee Talk, we are going to move on to our topic of the pod, where we will be talking about leaks, leaky pipes, L-E-A-K. leaky undersinks. Not more vegetable <laughs> talk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually just a vegetable and plumbing podcast now, so thanks for sticking around for 82 other episodes so we can transition into this. And it's it's just called Leaks and Leaks, but the leaks is spelled differently each time. $50 million idea, that's what I'm saying. Great. Uh, Yes, me too. Jeff Stranding. And so we're going to talk about game links. We've talked about spoilers before, so we'll talk about the difference between the two. Leaks used as a marketing strategy, what leaks are really exciting, there's some going on right now as we speak for e3 two of which i want to talk about Mm -hmm. and then uh after the topic of the pod we will discuss patch notes where we will update you on the latest news that broke since last we spoke uh, and go into some news discussion topics Mm. sounds like a juicy episode so why don't we producer (laughs) is donna here yet Those are her high heels. Mm, if you didn't get it, know. girl. I'll uh, I'll throw it over to you, Donna. So glad to have you in the studio. Oh, hello, everyone. I'm your favorite 6:30 a.m. conversationalist, Donna D, and I'm here to host Coffee Talk with our lovely two guests, Stephen and Kate. We must plan a get together over the summer. Us and the girls out east. You know we're going. Get on the Facebook I- event. I'll send you a evite. <laughs> An evite. As you know, Coffee Talk is the rapid-fire conversation game where each contestant will be given their opinions on a variety of topics that your host, Donna D, has picked out for them. 
Let's get started, because I got to go to Costco, pick up ice pops and orange slices for the boys' soccer game. Then I'm headed out to Robert Moses Field 5, drive to the very end, away from the lifeguard, walk to the right once you get over the dunes. I've got a Tommy Bahama umbrella and the big blanket, a wine cooler. I'll see you there. She would be such a great soccer mom, just cheering on the team. Drunk. I am. You're talking to me. What What? What do you mean? Why are you talking uh, to me like I'm not here? I'm sorry. You would make such a great soccer mom. Thank you. I do. S- voted soccer mom of the year four years in a row. No one beats my orange slices. Do you host the after-season banquet at your, your abode? Yeah, we do the backyard. I got the pool for the kids. Hmm. I got the wine coolers for the parents. Yeah, you got to have it. Playing a little left-right center. I don't know what that means, so right. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, you each have... 30 seconds to respond to the following prompts. Let me get my timer out. I always got to bring my own. For some reason, no one ever has it for me. Every time Millennials, I ask, you know. Every time I ask, no one brings one. I got to get it out of my phone. You know, they take out all the phone jacks from mm. these phones. It's despicable. Can't. I have to buy new headphones every time. It's ridiculous. <laughs> You're spending so much money on headphones that it's almost like, what's the point? Just listen to my music when I want in the car with the van. In the van. I drive a van. All right, Steven. Yes. First question. If you could have one game remastered, what is it and why? You have 30 seconds. Go. One game remastered? Oh, geez. You know what? I'm going with the original Siphon Filter. Mostly because of the taser. I, I would love to just play with that again. I've heard, quick spoiler, for Days Gone. I've heard you can unlock it in Days Gone, so I'm looking forward to getting to that. But Siphon Filter would look so cool if they redid it with like modern graphics. That game was a lot of fun, so I'm going to go with that one. Right. Gabe Logan for the win. Oh. Right, Kate, same question. You could have one game remastered. What is it and why? 30 seconds, go. Well, Donna, uh, I would definitely choose Final Fantasy VI. I've been saying this like for years and years and years. Please give me this. I don't know you. I know, I'm, but the audience knows me, maybe. Time's ticking. Oh. Uh, uh, it's my favorite, one of my favorite Final Fantasies. It's amazing. Um, I think it would be well-received by a new generation and bring people into the fold. The end. Oh, three seconds to spare. Uh, great. All right, moving on. Steven, 30 seconds on the clock. Jeff Kaplan or Phil Spencer? Go. I'm going to go with Phil Spencer, and mostly because of what we talked about last week on the E3 episode, which you should totally listen. It's a great episode. And uh, he just, you know, brings joy to the kind of gaming space. I like what Microsoft is kind of poised to do, as you've, as Matt has mentioned, not you, Donna, because you're not Matt. As Matt has mentioned, he thinks that Microsoft is in the best position out of all of them moving forward in the future. I tend to kind of agree, but I'm looking forward to Phil Spencer at E3. All right, Kate. Jeff Kaplan or Phil Spencer, go. Um, I literally don't know who either of these people are, so I have no opinion. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you got to fill this with something. You've got 18 seconds. Uh, I... Wow. I... Who's your favorite gaming personality? I don't know. Plus one player? That's Phil who... Spencer is the Xbox guy, <laughs> yeah. and Jeff Kaplan is the Reggie. Overwatch guy. Reggie! I choose Reggie. Bring oh, Reggie back. right in time safe answer <laughs> all right i don't know that's hilarious next i have no idea i was just... <laughs> like googling next... them while you're talking next question rise of skywalker or the lord of the rings amazon series steven go 
this kind of is a tough question for me because like I just recently got into Star Wars like last year, and I'm not like a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, like some people in our Discord, I, I, they were enjoyable. <laughs> I never really watched the Lord of the Rings series, to be quite honest. Like I never did. I admittedly probably should give them a chance. So just for that reason alone, I think I'm going to go with uh, Rise of the Skywalker. All right. Cat, Kate, Cat, Cat. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot your name. That's Kate, okay. Rise of Skywalker or Lord of the Rings Amazon series? Uh, well, I used to be a big Star Wars fan. I'm like very over it at this point. I've always been ambivalent towards Lord of the Rings. Um, so I guess I'm picking Lord of the Rings just because I have no salt towards that <laughs> franchise oh, i have no feelings about it either way yeah whereas Goodness star wars gracious. the last jedi burned me i'm over your it. time is I'm up done we're not no even it's not listening. no it's not i saw 13 <laughs> seconds on your timer donna all right i guess we'll move on to potentially a less trying topic for me <laughs> Yeah, Donna's Donna's. I didn't know Donna had such strong feelings about Star Wars. Hot dog or cheeseburger? Go. Hot dog or cheeseburger? That's like an insane thing to try to choose between. Oh man, I think I'm gonna have to go with a hot dog. I, uh, I. This is a terrible question for Kate. She's gonna probably choose neither, because you don't eat meat. Is that correct? Yeah, but I mean, you can veggie fry either of these. Veggie either. That's true. I'm. I'm gonna go with a hot dog. Uh, you know. All right. Kate. Yes. Do I start? Green beans or peas? Go. <laughs> <laughs> green beans or peas? Uh, green beans. They're my favorite. I love green beans. Um, I don't I don't know. Peas have like a weird texture to them. They're mushy. Green beans are perfect. That's and that's it. all there is that's to it. it. Wow. All right. I mean, it's, it's green beans matter, are very good. It's a matter of choice. It's honestly, you can't go wrong with either of both of those questions. Give me a hot dog and a cheeseburger. I was going to say cheeseburger. With take a, a side, side of beans. and peas mixed yeah. together. Pea, green, bean mix. There was honestly like nothing better than like when you had peas and like mashed potatoes or corn and mashed potatoes and you scoop oh. it into the mashed potatoes. Oh, man. I would oh, that was great. take the mashed potatoes on my fork, take the fork and go on top of the peas <laughs> And yeah. then stick it in my mouth when That's I was a kid. That's a very good strategy. And then I'd have a chicken cutlet from Storks on the side. Yes, you gotta. You gotta get that free pickle. You have to. <laughs> All right. Last question. Potato salad or macaroni salad? Oh. Go. I'm going with macaroni. I'm assuming it's macaroni slash pasta salad. No, the two different things. Why would I? All right. Well, I would say pasta going, salad. Yeah. Okay, then in if that I meant case, pasta I'm going, salad. In that case, I'm going <laughs> potato salad because potato salad is superior to elbow macaroni salad. However, I make a mean pasta salad that I'm very proud of. So, if in this particular scenario, though, give me the potato salad and make it double. All right, uh, Kate. Potato salad and macaroni salad. Go. Potato salad for sure. Macaroni salad is disgusting. Um, oh man it is disgusting macaroni and mayonnaise like are you kidding me it's gross um, that's potato salad too honey it's potatoes no. and mayonnaise it's different B- bavarian potato salad my friends no mayonnaise it's excellent also i agree you with didn't steve grow i do up on like, long island that's i do sure. like pasta salad but since mm. that's not um part of the category just i'm potato salad all the way well yes yeah. Uh, your time's up. If we ever do okay. that uh, summer summer getaway, I'll make some pasta salad. I'll make Bavarian potato salad. 
Fantastic. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Well, I think the only losers in this round of Coffee Talk are me, because <laughs> yeah. your answers were all wrong. Jesus. And that's all the time I got. I'm a busy lady. You two have been to die for, though. I'll see you in okay. a few hours. Got to go get my tan on. Don't forget the bronzer. You get the, do you use the dry forget. oil, Donna? I use whatever I want. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how Donna has such similar interests to Matt. It's it's startling. how she got like really offended I when what? I was saying I was over Star Wars. Yeah, that was. Well, that was maybe her kids are into. I don't know. Her kids might be into Star Wars. You know, it really is just a joy to have her around. So I'm glad she took the time out of her very busy schedule to grace us I mean, with she's her presence. So busy. I don't even it's know how she gets in the city so quick. Or why doesn't she just buy a microphone? Yeah, she could it's, record from home. Well, you know why? Yeah. It's because she likes the to be. She likes to be there in person. Yeah, she she's she... still feeling strong about that human connection, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I respect that. She's a woman about town. Mm-hmm. She is. There's no stopping her. So while that was a great time, we are about to get into the topic of the podcast. But before we do, I do have to mention that the show is brought to you by our sponsor, Nerdiest Brands. So if you're out there and you want some awesome nerdy gear, or perhaps. You're Donna D, and you need to buy some rad nerdy gear for your kids and your nephews mm-hmm. and your grandkids. Mm-hmm. Then you should head on over to nerdiestbrands.com because they have everything. You want Overwatch, you want DC, you want Marvel. They even have Power Rangers. Go get some Power Rangers stuff. You get hats, hoodies, shirts, wallets, stickers, everything. Head on over to nerdiestbrands.com. That's nerdiest, N E R D I O U S, brands.com, and you can get some awesome nerdy gear delivered to you from vendors and designers from around the world. So head on over there right now. And that is the sponsor, Nerdiest Brands. So thanks again to you awesome folks for sponsoring us all these months. All mm-hmm. these months. Most of the 83 episodes, for sure. It's very appreciated. Yeah. And so with that, let's kick off that topic. Um, Let's do that, the topic of the pod. So we're going to talk about leaks in the gaming industry. I think leaks overall in the media world have become a thing mm-hmm. that marketing teams definitely utilize to hype their own games. Uh, and there are leaks too that are just like mistakes. Usually sure. that usually that like a merchant is making. Yes. Could it be Walmart? <laughs> could it? Could it? Be? And then keep listening. Yeah. <laughs> and so there so Right. There's some for marketing. There's some that are genuine. And then there's also some that are community driven Mm -hmm. in like data mining and things like that, where people will go through like the files that are released for games or they'll find them. So I don't even know how it works. They'll find them somehow. And then they'll go through all of that data and and all the file names Mm -hmm. and all this stuff to try and figure out things that might be in the upcoming patch or upcoming game release or something like that and yeah. then try and release it to the community. And leaks are also distinct from spoilers, but they're also the same in a way. I don't know. How would you guys uh, differentiate? Because leaks can weird. spoil things. Yeah. They can. But I and feel like people a, get hyped about leaks the and thing. they hate spoilers. I feel like there's a crossover between people who hate spoilers but love leaks and it confuses the hell out of me. It's because, a little confusing. Like, there was one recently, uh, we're going to talk about it in patch notes, but like the, the Destiny 2 one, where it's talking about all, they, they had the picture where it was like cross-save. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. 
we're recording this Wednesday night, and so Bungie's talking tomorrow, literally yeah. Thursday. And so this comes out a day before, and everyone's like, look at this, this is crazy. And, like, we posted in our Discord because it was, it, it was awesome news. But it's a rumor, and it's like, but these things just get us so jazzed up. Whereas, on the flip side, if you post something, like a spoiler, something that just came out, people lose their minds with anger at, like, what you're doing. It's just, like, so weird how the leaks just get everybody so excited whereas a spoiler is always looked at completely negative and like i kind of get it but at the same time it's just weird how there is that like almost venn diagram crossover of people who love leaks and hate spoilers yeah i mean i think i think part of that is though with leaks there's always like the element of like well this could be false you know yeah. it, it, it's not confirmed whereas you know if you're the first person to beat the mission in the game and you say well this is what happened then you know that's that's a spoiler. I mean, I guess yeah. it could be false. It's a person on the internet. They could be making stuff up. But I think, mm-hmm. I think at least with leaks, people can like look at it and like be like, well, you know, we don't know if this is true or not. Right, um, right. I also think with leaks, you know, like you were saying, the cross save thing, that's not really, that doesn't spoil anything. That's just a gameplay feature that's coming out. Um, so, you know, there is stuff like that. Like a lot of stuff leaked for the new Final Fantasy 14 expansion that I looked at because it was all combat related. So I don't want I don't want the story spoiled for me, but I want to know what new skills and stuff I'm getting. So I don't really consider yeah. that a spoiler. It's so weird too cuz it comes out very much around E3 every year. Yeah. And it's I think it's so interesting that the leaks kind of ramp up and just the interest in leaked information ramps up yes. around this time when we all know we're going to get a bunch of press conferences oh, yeah. in literally a week. But, like, that's all we can think of is, like, what are these people going to talk about? Like, when Rocksteady announced, because we were talking about it on last week's episode, what, you know, what's Rocksteady going to yeah. do at E3? And then we find out, oh, they're not going to do anything at E3. And so then that just starts driving everybody's interest. Like, oh, well, what are they working on? When are they going to show us yeah. something? Like, who knows anything? And, like, Jason Schreier had, I saw he ended up getting asked about that because like he he's heard rumblings of what like rock he's doing but he hasn't heard enough to i guess really comment on it or mm-hmm. like write a story about it or think it's really story worthy and he wrote like a huge reddit post responding to somebody basically explaining like i i don't think like this one is in particular is newsworthy go check out his um twitter for it he just because he just posted it like a couple days ago in response okay. to someone again um, i'm not going to recite the whole thing but it was definitely a good kind of insight into when these leaks are kind of deemed reportable right and i think it's just so kind of funny that we look at it like in a week we're about to get some of the most impressive gaming conferences that we see every year like it happens every e3 we see some awesome Mm -hmm. conferences some awesome announcements we know things are coming but like still we're like trying to peel back those layers just even a week in advance like what's what are they doing behind the curtain it's like let's just wait and like see what like the cool shit get unveiled everyone's impatient though i know i miss those like those those wow moments when they showed you something at e3 that you truly didn't expect and i feel like they're they're a little bit tougher to come by they are tougher to come by but not impossible right right because like i think the elder scrolls 6 thing last year like that wasn't really expected and again it wasn't much but like nothing leaked about that. And then yeah. on the flip side, you had Walmart post about Rage 2. Sure. And basically say like Rage 2 is coming out and then Bethesda yeah. owned it. And so that kind of went into like how some of these guys can use marketing to their advantage when mm-hmm. these leaks go out. It's like, yeah, they're right. 
it's coming. Stay tuned for what's next. And so that started drumming up interest for honestly a game that I don't think a lot of people were clamoring for. But then when they realized it was coming, that's when the interest started yeah, to come yeah, back. For sure. I, and then like on the flip side, I think, like you were saying, knowing that people are looking for leaks, it's like another opportunity for them to kind of like so discord by like false leaks and stuff because i've i've seen like not as much with gaming but definitely with um tv shows and stuff there's always like well there's like Mm. false leaks out there or they they film like multiple versions of the scene because like they want to confuse people who might have like been on set or whatever so Mm -hmm. um definitely i think the more they realize people are looking for these things they might start mixing things up and trying to confuse us if they yeah. do really want to keep it under wraps. Yeah, that like you bring up like the TV and stuff. Like that reminds me of basically obviously the most recent season of Thrones and then mm-hmm. the Walking Dead when Negan shows oh, up yeah, and yeah, hits yeah. the dude and no it was the cliffhanger and then they filmed a death scene of every single one right. of the characters. So even the way. actors did wild. Know. Yeah. Yeah. It really was pretty crazy. And like kind of in line with that Thrones thing, like I remember like a year ago, someone posted like a season eight script leak and really all it was was fan fiction. Right. It was so much cooler than what actually happened. It was amazing. (laughs) It was like they lost the battle of Winterfell and it carried over into like episode four where they were on the run. And this is how I knew it was fake because it was like, they got everybody who was left in Winterfell on the backs of the dragons and they flew off. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's that's not going to happen. But it sounded actually really cool. So I was a little bummed that that didn't happen. Uh, But, like, that stuff kind of goes hand in hand with what's going on with this. Because then you do start seeing a ton of, like, false information Mm -hmm. and, like, drumming up up a bunch of excitement. And we kind of saw it with even the developers of Splinter Cell, like, tweeting out Splinter Cell. Changing their profile picture. I still maintain Splinter Cell is coming at this E3. There There was another, like... Um, there was something else posted like a it was a piece it was like a collector's thing like a sam fisher collector's thing on GameStop's website and then they pulled mm. it down splinter cell's uh-huh. coming i think it's i think it's really coming but like that's the thing is like even some of the developers kind of get in on it which is that's why i think it gets fun it's because now they know that they can kind of like play around with it yeah and it just makes everything a lot more entertaining on our end because then we that's how i think we kind of salvage some of those like shocking moments where like we actually do get wowed because i do think like if splinter cell shows up sure there's probably a lot of people like me who do think it's coming but there's a ton of people who do just think yeah they were just fucking with us like it's really not going to show up like i'll you know i'll believe when i see it and i think if it does show up it'll deliver that kind of like wow moment for a lot of gamers mm-hmm. i have very mixed feelings well, I know, because this kind of branches into the data mining you talked about in the spoilers episode. Mm-hmm. I like data mining in certain instances. And by certain instances, I mean only one. And it's in World of Warcraft. <laughs> what because, <a> for, <laughs> yeah. because it's a game that's out. There's a long-standing lore in history. And data mining there is always about the next patch. Mm-hmm. Right. So it reveals like little tidbits about oh, this c- it could be about this, it could be about that. Oh, this character might play a big part because there's a model of this character. Mm-hmm. So you're never nothing's ever like fully spoiled, like the plot line or stuff yeah. like that. It's like oh, this could be happening. Right. Right. You know. Whereas there was this leak with Destiny Two that I think the next like dungeon or something is set on the moon and like 
There's one main character who's on the moon right now, so you're like, Is well, it a wizard? It, yeah, did the wizard no. come from the well, moon? Well, she's kind of like a witch or something. I don't know. Uh, so, like, you probably, like, it's probably going to involve her. I don't know. And that kind of, like, I wasn't really expecting to go to the moon, so that kind of, like, ruins that reveal for me. And that was also data mind. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. That is pretty tough. And I, I So... I wasn't as invested in this one, but it's kind of playing into that same point is back when the Dragonborn DLC was kind of coming out or before it was coming out. I think it was actually before it was announced. Same thing happened where they data mined it and they found code that basically told everybody you could ride a dragon. And so obviously like at that point I I kind of wasn't playing Skyrim anymore. I didn't play the DLCs until I bought the remastered version for PS4. And that's when I first actually played through them. But I can imagine, like, if somebody who is really invested in them and really hoping to see, like, what comes next and being surprised by it, that probably could have ruined it. Um, But at the same time, I think that was one of those things that, like, everybody was hoping for. Like, once the dragons showed up in the game, they're like, why can't we ride these things? And then, like, even just knowing it, that probably still generated a lot of excitement. Because I remember when I saw that... When I did see that like little news post back in the day, I, I, that kind of piqued my interest. I was like, shit, do I have to buy these DLCs? I almost did buy them, and then I was like, no, I'm not gonna spend like forty because they were like forty bucks at the time. And yeah. I was like, I'm probably not gonna play enough of it. But then eventually, I just bought Skyrim for you know like the third fucking time, and uh, <laughs> played them anyway. So that's my life. <laughs> yeah. Are there any leaks that have gotten you excited? That like Ooh. you weren't excited or thinking about this, a leak happened, and you're like, oh shit, I'm. Pumped. Yeah, that's really tough. I feel like there definitely has been. Hmm. I need to think on that a second. I mean, it wasn't. It was like something I was already excited for, so it doesn't quite fit that criteria. But did the leak make you more or less? Yeah. Excited so in like any way? they they leaked. They're already out. They're out now officially. But like they leaked all the um, class changes for Shadowbringers, the new FF14 expansion, like a week and a yeah. half before it actually was officially announced. And um, one of the classes that I played, Dark Knight, has a lot of problems, but it's like the poster class for Shadowbringers. So I was really hopeful that they would fix it. And the leaks looked like really cool. They were like, oh, you get to summon like a shadow and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, please let this be true. Well, it's true. So, (laughs) I mean, I was already, like I'd already pre-ordered Shadowbringers. It didn't factor into my decision to buy it or not, but Mm -hmm. I was super hyped when I saw the leaks and I was really hoping they were true. And fortunately, they are. Hmm. So maybe a little more hype for that. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that I'm very excited about is Fable. Mm. Mm-hmm. And as we know, a few like story details have leaked in the past few days. It's still like a rumor. I don't right. know if we know if it's a full leak or not. I think it revolves around like... I think it's set in the far future from the original games. The world of Albion is like completely destroyed. Some there's like mad a time king. you can go back in time or something. Yeah, there's some yeah. there's time involved. A mad king like made two wishes, one that the world would be destroyed now and then it would be destroyed again in the future. So you're in the future timeline or you're in the future time and the second asteroid Apocalypse, is yeah. Yeah, is it right? Yeah. yeah. So I imagine you're trying to prevent it and stuff like that uh, i think it said that you uh, there's like full character creation which the original games are limited and that potentially one of my favorite villains jack of blades is involved and like 
There have been Fable rumors in the past. There have been attempted new games in the Fable line in the past. So I had basically given up any hope of a new Fable game ever coming out. And the leak in the past few days has turned that Uh on its head. And so I'm quite excited. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) I really, really want to play another Fable game that's, like, good. I want to play a new, good Fable game. Yeah. And I want to play it now. Now. I want to watch it. I want to watch other people play it. I want to make a character. Yeah. And I want to play against Jack of Blades, and I want to side with him, and I want to kill everyone in the game. Oh. Good thing that we put that disclaimer in there because yeah. I know, right? People coming after us. I kind of have one that it's not a game and it's not anything that made me excited. It's kind of a little bit. And it's not different. a leak either. You know, it was a leak. He's, he's pulling a Matt Martinez it. here. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it back at you, Matt. So back in the day when PS3 rumors were a rumbling, there was a leak of the prototype controller design. And I think anybody who remembers the original prototype uh, design for the PS3 controller will know that it was the ugliest. There was no chance it was going to be comfortable. Uh Absolutely no chance. It was a fucking silver boomerang with buttons. That's what it was. (laughs) I remember remember when that came out. And at this point, because I'm pretty sure that leak shows up after Xbox 360 is already in existence. Because we didn't really know too much about the PS3 when 360 was was getting going. Mm -hmm. And so I remember I was like, man, how... Like, that's... What is that? Like, that sucks. Because, like, the DualShock was a great controller. Like, like the PS2 controller was fantastic. Like, I I was happy that they... With the PS3 controller, they switched to the triggers. So, like, you actually had more, you know, pressure sensitivity and all that. However, like, when they were like, yeah, let's toss out this boomerang design... I was I was baffled because I, I knew I was going to stick with Sony. I knew I wasn't going to buy an Xbox. And I was like, am I really going to have to use this absolutely atrocious controller? <laughs> Luckily, we come to find out their DualShock 3. It wasn't even the DualShock 3, by the way, because the original PS3 controller didn't have rumble functionality. And as they said it, we don't think gamers really want that, a.k.a. it's cheaper this way. Yes. Because we all fucking wanted it, and then they eventually switched back to the DualShock 3. Their their big thing was the six-axis, so you can, like, move the controller yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. things that happen. I was like, that never fucking worked, so failure. So, honestly, the whole PS3, anything that was, like, leaked about that, it kind of didn't get me excited. Then the actual PS3 itself, in the early stages, it was tough. It was tough goings for a little bit. They really caught on, like, the mid to late part of that generation but early going i remember that first leak of that controller i was like you gotta be shitting me i there's no chance i can actually comfortably use that thing thank fucking god it did not come to fruition because that would have been a colossal fuck up on their end <laughs> yeah and it would have come back to bite him in the ass yeah but now they're doing get it because well. it's a boomerang comes it would. back <laughs> exactly get it so i think honestly like the most recent one that i kind of got excited for is just like siphon, uh, not siphon filter, splinter cell. Like siphon filter, siphon filter. No, splinter cell. Because like I think I really do think 
them trolling is them like le- like teasing it and leaking it and things like that. So like those little things and the GameStop thing that happened the other day where they had like the collector's piece on it and took it off. I don't know. I really, really think we're getting a new Splinter Cell and I think it'd be really cool on like this tech and just like maybe go back to some of like their more straight up stealth routes because Ubisoft at this point has been so like open world with everything. I'm cool if you do open world as long as like you do like really focused missions. Like if, if you do like almost like the Metal Gear Solid style of open world where it's like, all right, there's a bunch of missions you could do within this open world. Figure out how you want to tackle those missions. That type of shit would be cool, but I think it'd even be probably a little grittier than what we saw with mm-hmm. uh, MGS5. Have leaks gone too far? That's a very can good question. We simply wait. No. I think I, I mean, think realistically we, we no. could wait. We can, but some yeah. people can't. It's weird. It's just that urge. Like if you Has think the there's internet something out there, ruined everything. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's without a doubt. It's also made some yeah. amazing things happen. Like I just ordered a a vinyl record for the Messenger soundtrack took me two seconds thanks to the internet but most other things on the internet just not the best Hmm. well and and because of the internet is why leaks will never not happen because yep anyone who has that information is not going to hold on to it because they want youtube followers they want you know what i mean like it's like people want that um insta like internet famous stuff so they're like of course if Mm. they have like a leak or have a source or whatever they're they're gonna post it because they want sweet internet money they want that sweet 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 cyber bucks yeah internet fame it's so even if people like even if we were like we don't want any more leaks no one no one can control themselves no yeah you're exactly right it's because like like i was kind of alluding to like you just get that little scent of something and you just want to keep digging until you find out more about it and like no matter how far down that rabbit hole you go and you're literally just reading fan fiction like i was doing a year ago with game of thrones sure in quotes that's just kind of how it goes because like you get that little whiff and you're like i just need to know like i need to figure this out and it's stunning, like this little piece in our brains. It's just like, oh, there's something there. Right. You got to, you got to, got to figure it out. And in that sense, like I am grateful that certain things didn't leak because, like for instance, the like month or two, like two months before Dragon Age Inquisition came out, I was just like yeah. obsessed. I was just on the Dragon Age Reddit every day, refresh, 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 like watching all of Bioware streams, um, <laughs> you know, just like, I was just like, I want it. I want it right now. So if anything right. from that game had leaked, I think I would have been in like serious danger of spoiling it for myself. So I'm, I'm very grateful. I don't think my self-control uh, could have withstood that. So certainly in certain cases, um, it's better that they, they don't leak it, at least, you know, for people like me. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. So yeah, back to you, Matt. Because now you you brought up the question to us: like, have the leaks gone too far? What are your thoughts on that? Like, where do you think we are in kind of like this this? I want to say like this area where we're kind of like seeking out leaks in a sense. So like, do you think that that will ever either slow down, or do you think it'll morph into something where maybe we do take a more wait and see approach some of these times? Because I feel like there are a lot of times where we get burned on these leaks and then that leads to disappointment, which is kind of ridiculous <laughs> because like, how yeah. could you be disappointed in something that, that was never confirmed? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 
I think I'm over it. I think I'm over leaks. Mm-hmm. I did say I was excited about Fable, but you did. I I think so many things are going into leaks now that as a consumer, I don't know if it's a marketing thing. Unless it's done bad, then it's mm-hmm. usually marketing. <laughs> I don't know if it's at all true or just someone made this up and sure. it circulated yeah. the internet. And I don't know if it was leaked by an employee of a company like shadily and yeah. then and maybe it's it's a plan but not something finalized and maybe the company goes in a different direction with that game or whatever. Yep. So I wish we would just hit the pause button on leaks and just share information. I'm cool with that because yeah. I while I do enjoy kind of feeding into the hype that leaks can generate, like honestly like anytime I, I don't classify these as leaks because Kojima is obviously very meticulous, but anytime he like gives us a little tease of what he's working on, I lose my mind. Like I'm always yeah. wanting to see what he's going to show us official. next. That's official. That's official. Yeah, I know. And, and, leak, and that's so. a, but but I think that I think they they kind of go hand in hand because with some of those leaks, like I kind of get that same hype. Like if okay. there is a leak about something I am looking forward to, like for example, like if I had a leak about you know what. Rocksteady was working on whether it was you know 100% true or negative 6% true I would still start to get really excited about it because that's a studio I have a lot of interest in I I loved all the games that they've worked on very curious to see what they're doing next and so if I got like a little taste of something and it's just like a rumor it's still going to be something that kind of gets the gears turning and like gets my mind thinking of like all right well what's next like Oh, if they're doing this game, what could the story possibly be? And even just with that little piece, that little nugget of information, I just want to know more. And so, like, it's weird. I don't, I don't actively seek them out, but it's it's hard to avoid them at this point because if you just follow, you know, a certain mm-hmm. amount of people on Twitter yeah. or any social media, you're gonna just see them because whether they're tweeting it out or not, or if you follow somebody who even likes a tweet at this point, it'll yeah, probably it show up, up on your feed. So it's tough to miss a lot of these things. And then once you see like a headline, that's, that's it. Like clickbait is called clickbait for a reason because it gets people to fucking click it. Like that's why that phrase exists. Mm -hmm. So if it's something that kind of tickles your interest, you're going to want to know more. I think a hundred percent of the time I do. I I really wish there was a way to avoid them a little bit better other than just like muting every word that associates with video games on your social media. You don't want to mute official, you know, official announcements and stuff. So Mm -hmm. it's pretty much impossible. Unless you just avoid everything until the game comes out, which isn't always fun. No, I know. I like, cause it's weird. Like I would love more of those kind of like, wow, that's amazing moments. Like with those Mm -hmm. surprising reveals, but it's so hard to avoid these leaks at this point. Um, like, like Kate, I agree with you. I do think that there's still plenty of those moments. I still think that like, even last year, D3, I had plenty of those times where I was like, wow, this looks really cool. I wasn't expecting that. So I think we're always going to have that. I don't think it'll ever go away because I do think these like the a lot of these studios are kind of smart about how yeah. they kind of structure this information. So I think they're kind of adapting to how social media yeah. works, which is good. Because um, I, I still love those surprising moments. Like I I want right. to be shocked. Some well, now sometimes. they now that they know about it, it's like you can do the bait and switch. Where like, okay, like using Bethesda as an example, like. Maybe they have, like, an Elder Scrolls Six trailer that they're working on that they don't want anybody to know about. So it's like, yep. okay, we're going to, like, leak some stuff about 
I don't know, Starfield or Fallout 76 expansion or whatever. Um, so people will be focusing on that and then like completely forget about this other thing so we can still surprise yeah. them. So they can definitely use leaks to potentially like, you know, distract people and cause more of those wow moments to surprise yeah. us. Hopefully. I agree. And Matt's just over this whole thing. Yeah. He's over it. <laughs> I'm like a grandpa now. I'm just like, I'm over it. I'm over He's Twitter. Over I'm over Facebook. I'm He's over actually, hype culture. He doesn't get excited anymore. He never, never smiles. Yeah, but apparently when I'm over Star Wars, oh, Matt's associate yeah. Donna D rolled her eyes. That's true. So hard that she warmed. I wouldn't know anything. I was backstage. <laughs> okay. He was. Getting her Costco order. Oh. It's <laughs> very kind of you. Yeah, that is yep. kind of you. She needed a new Tommy Bahama I'm umbrella. Just, I'm just saying. All right. Well, to summarize, we have mixed feelings on le- leaks. <laughs> they get us excited in some instances. They don't in others. In some, they ruin things. Mm. In a lot of instances, they ruin things. Mm-hmm. In some instances, they spoil things. In some marketing instances, they're not great. And sometimes people lie. <laughs> that was a great summary. <laughs> Those yeah. are, that's basically leaks. You could be talking yeah. about almost anything. <laughs> it's fantastic. Mm, that's sometimes they profound. ruin things. Sometimes they get us excited. <laughs> We're going to move on now to Patch Notes. As always, Patch Notes is and the show is sponsored by Evil Tim Industries. Evil Tim Industries has been working on a new line of beach umbrellas and beach and summer blankets co-built by Tommy Bahama. Oh. You can find Evil Tim Mommy Bahama at your local Costco this summer. Mommy Bahama. Tamami Bahama. Tamami Bahama. Evil Tamami Bahama. Wouldn't it be Timmy Bahama? Evil Timmy Bahama. (laughs) Timmy. Why is there so many syllables? (laughs) Evil Tim Industries. More syllables. More words. More work for your mouth. (laughs) Evil Tim Industries. More work for your mouth. (laughs) I think it's a great new tagline. That's the... That's the greatest <laughs> company tagline ever invented. Holy shit. <laughs> More work for your mouth. Fantastic. Whew. Well, this is patch note 6.5.19. In which we update you on the latest news that broke since last we spoke. Who would like to go first? I can. Yeah, yours, okay. yours ties into the top. It yes. sure does. In relation to leaks and patch notes, uh, Destiny 2, we were talking about data mining. This was data mined. They are announcing, I believe, tomorrow mm-hmm. uh, their new content and their next expansion, which is apparently called Shadow Keep. Shadowbringers? Nope. Oh. <laughs> and on this data mined image, it says. Uh, which, I mean, it looks Destiny 2 branded. It says, The next chapter in the Destiny experience arrives this fall as terrifying shadows descend upon a forgotten moon. Mm. Return to the lunar surface. Journey deep into a mysterious enemy citadel. B 
become a slayer of nightmares. Yes, and Jason Schreier tells us it's set in the place in which wizards come from. The moon. The moon. Yes. Uh, Bungie plans to officially reveal Shadowkeep during a live stream Thursday afternoon, thanks to data miners digging through the PC files in the update on the PC, a PC's Season of Opulence update. And we know the moon is where a lot of original Destiny content takes place. Crota is there. And last we know, Eris Morn is also on the moon. Mm. Who's that? lady who's got the eyes that are like very cool character very very description for the listeners yes and there uh there (laughs) were eyes that are melting i I haven't refreshed (laughs) myself lately but there were some rumors about her i think her voice might have been used or something like that in forsaken at some point which led people to believe that she's around or she's involved. I forget exactly how, though. So to no good. That would be exciting. It's very exciting to see what they do. Uh, I'm invested in the story. So. Well, I saw because the whole thing is they're supposed to be announcing that they're going to be on Stadia. Like, that's going to be the big announcement tomorrow, apparently. Because, um, again, we're recording this Wednesday. Stadia. Stadia. Uh, but if they're, if this cross-save thing works... Although, of course, with any cross-play or cross-save feature, it's like Sony's up in the air. It's like fucking Sony. Oh, uh, yeah, that was the other image was the cross-save so, image. Yeah. I'm really hoping like if this cross-save thing is for real that Sony is part of it because that can then at least get me to carry over my shit to the PC version where I'd actually have people to play with and I'd, yeah. I'd, uh, I'd dabble with it again. Unless, Kate, you bought it, so let's play. I do own it. <laughs> I was very bad when I played it. Well, I mean, you don't have to be that good. Like, just you just gotta shooty <laughs> shoot, you know. Just pew, pew, pew. Yeah. You get, you'll get some cool weapons. You'll be good. I can't be relied on in that one boss fight that Matt told us all about. I can't Let's be re- relied on. That. Please don't. I think. Oh my god! I, yes, you can. Are no. you kidding I'm, me? I'm still listening you do to FF the last raids. episode. You could do this. Yeah, you'd be good. It took us multiple days and multiple hours on multiple days to beat the whole thing and figure it all out. It's a lot of work. Could be fun. I'm saying I can't be trusted. <laughs> if Matt O, if we can trust Matt O to do <laughs> a intricate task, Uh-oh. I think we can trust you. <laughs> Ouch! Wow, shots fired at yeah. Matt O, and he's not. Don't even, worry, not I was not good himself. either. I was only good at very specific tasks. Oh, okay. The things I was good at um, calling out where things were and symbols. Good was at not symbols. good at the. Uh, like fine, like the shooting of her eyes. <laughs> the oh. shooting. That's what I'm not shooting good at. The I would get, no, <laughs> like when you had shooting. to shoot Riven's eyes. I had to memorize which one I was going to shoot and then shoot it. That was too way too stressful for me. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, okay, whatever. Start yeah. playing. I'll uh, I'll I'll redownload I, it. Uh, Shadowbringers comes out in a month, in less than a month. Oh, so She's we'll got to grind fishing, again, yeah. so no, we'll never see her. Again. I am max level everything fishing. I have the best fishing gear. Whoa. I have the best fishing rod. I'm to be honest, foolish of us to think she wouldn't. Yeah, be max I'm level a fishing. master fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> Who would like to go? Yes. I can yeah. go next. So this is from 
Hideo Kojima's Twitter. He is saying that Death Stranding is going to invent an entirely new genre. So he says, as I'm getting similar questions, so I shall repost. Death Stranding is not a stealth game, could move subjectively, but not an FPS shooting game either. By incorporating with the concept of connection or strand, it's a totally brand new genre called action game, strand game, social strand system. <laughs> so a multiplayer game. No, it's a, it's a strand. It's a, it's a, it's a strand action game. It's an action strand, strand game. Action strand, strand game. Yeah, it's a strand game. So, first of all, if anyone else were saying this... I just I think would... it's... Sorry. You were going to say that you I think shouldn't. it's pretentious, right? No, I was going to say, I just think it's passive multiplayer. That's oh. what I was going to oh, say. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if any other person was like saying this, like, I'm inventing a new genre, I'd be like, you're a pretentious douchebag. Oh, but yeah. Since it's Kojima, I'm like, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible that <laughs> it's, it's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> that he's invented something we've never seen before. Yeah. I, I, cause like I'm the same way. Yeah. Just, just whatever you, whatever you say, Hideo. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, who knows? Who knows with him? So he could just be talking out his ass. He could have invented a new genre of video game. I was a big fan of everybody quote tweeting that and just being like, oh, cool, clears it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's as always. Funny. It's fantastic because like I love that he's doing this because like honestly death stranding does look like something i haven't really seen before and i agree matt that it is probably just basic like passive multiplayer but knowing kojima i do think there's going to be added elements to it that will make this completely stand out on its own are we talking about you know inventing a new genre maybe not that's probably too extreme again no it's kojima so anything's possible yeah but i do think that we're going to see elements of multiple different genres fill in death stranding Fuse, to make it what yeah. it is which will make us all kind of be like well, how do we actually classify this game i think that'll be a topic that comes up once it eventually comes out is like where do you kind of fit this in the mold of the different genres yeah maybe it ends up getting its own death stranding little space in the gaming world but i well, <laughs> just like his description i mean was, it's probably like it an so rpg Kojima. I, I, I would like Kojima. to read this comment by the user snuggle bear on oh, yeah. uh, the article I found this on. They <laughs> said, it's a fetus crab I'm sure it's a whale of a game. <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm in. Oh. <laughs> Crabvania. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, who I'm, knows? Uh, yeah, it's going to be great. It's definitely a whale but of a game. <laughs> that that reminded em. me like when the the trailer for phantom pain came out and there was nowhere whales fire whale, are also like, prominent what the fuck is that that's kojima's was, brain yeah it was actually in the game and you're like oh it actually yeah. made sense i get it why it was a fucking exactly <laughs> that's why when people are like this is so weird that doesn't make any sense i'm like ye star of trek little faith it. come on it'll work yeah. it'll work and if it doesn't he always work, makes it work there's a star yeah, trek movie work, where whales with death stranding six the phantom pain yeah probably yeah. So you know, anything, anytime you want to talk about Death Stranding, we could do that. I think you and I should mm -hmm. just film a video where we just start shouting into the void and see what sticks. Okay. I need to rewatch a couple more times then. The yeah. Same here. I actually, I need to do like a Clockwork Orange style and just like hold my eyelids <laughs> open yeah. and have someone do eye drops. Yeah. <laughs> Playing classical well, music in the background. It. Yeah. Start shouting. Don't blame Kojima. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so my patch notes came from the Pokemon Sword and Shield Direct today. Yay! So 
I didn't get to watch it live. Unfortunately, I had to work. Who the fuck has to do that? It's crazy. But I had to do it. So I caught up after the fact, just kind of seeing what's going on. Release date, November 15th. Excited about that. Mm. Nice little November purchase. November's going to be a fun month with Death Stranding and Pokemon. It's going to oh be my very God. two opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of my That's gaming. That's good. Enjoyment. If you need a break from one or the other, you can just. Yeah, it's fantastic. And so we're in, what is it, the Galar region? The Galar region. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a bunch of different Pokemon. This is, it's tough for me because, like, I kind of checked out after Gold and Silver. Those are the last two I really played. Shout out for Alligator, great Pokemon. So I played Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, as many of you know. I enjoyed it mostly because it was a nostalgic kick for me, but they did have some cool new elements. Like, the open world was pretty interesting. Like, the, the graphics were nice. And so this is like taking it another level. Like the open world looks amazing in this. And I saw someone comment on Twitter. They mentioned it's like almost like a Breath of the Wild vibe, which is awesome. Like, I, again, I'm not the Breath of the Wild's biggest fan. However, I do appreciate that like the design and the open world itself. There was a lot that was cool there. I just think yeah. it was pretty empty. In the world of Pokemon, it's not really empty because you're always running into like trainers to battle and Pokemon to encounter and things like that. It's going to take a little while for me to get used to all these new Pokemon, but the gameplay is cool. The Dynamax system looks very interesting. I'm wondering if it's like a gimmick or like how much or how heavily it's going to yeah. play out in this. It looks like they're focusing a lot on it. Um, so that's literally going to be a big Digimon. deal in, in the boss battle. So it's just like yeah. your Pokemon gets giant and they have a bunch of awesome moves, but you can only do it. Just saying that's what happens in Digimon. So I all right, well, Digimon can go kick rocks because Pokemon's the OG. So, mm-hmm. pop out Digimon. Digimon's not even... It goes Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, and then everything Digital else. Digital monsters. That's, that's, that's how it goes. And, Digimon uh, are the champions. Honestly, it looks... Okay, I'm done. <laughs> it looks like a lot of fun. Like, I think... It looks like it's following the same kind of structure where it's like you battle, you know, gym leaders, and then you go to the championship. I'm cool with that. It's a Pokemon game, like... That model isn't broke, so really don't fix it. But honestly, like everything we saw about it, the videos that they show, the gameplay videos, I'm interested. Like I said, I definitely need to hone up on some of these new Pokemon and figure out my strategy for it. I'm good with the yes. hun- the original 150, but uh, well, this they, this will be a new task. It's not like they're gonna have like all 4,000 or whatever in the game. They usually like pick and choose, right? And then they have the new ones, so. Hopefully, well, there's some cutie Alolan Pokemon, because I love well, Pokemon hoping, Sun and Moon. Yeah, you're a big Sun and Moon I fan. love Sun and Moon. I'm hoping that they still have a good amount of the original 150. They, I'm sure they will. Remember that? And they, wow. I'm assuming tr- they'll have trading again, so they'll That'd probably, be awesome. you'll be able to trade. Yeah, Aww. it's fun to trade without needing a link cable. <laughs> yes. I do. I do. I had yeah. a Game Boy Pocket and a Game Boy Color, so I would just trade between my own games. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so I could, like, stack up one of my rosters with, like, Char- Charizard, Venusaur, and fucking... Yeah, you gotta get all the starters. You gotta get all of them. Speaking yeah. of starters, which starter are you going with? The bunny, of course. Bulbasaur. Score bunny? Bulbasaur is out, pal. It's Grookey now for grass. Grookey is really cute, too, but... Oh, is that the lizard one? No. No, he's a monkey. He's a monkey. Oh, no. He's cute. Hey, not him. He's a mischievous Score bunny. Chimp. What's the water one? Sobble. <laughs> Sobble. I'm about that. He's Sobble a, looks so miserable. He's a shy boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just like me. I'm unsure. I'm either going to go Score Bunny or Grookey. Like, I usually go Fire because, like, 
Charmander's mm-hmm. my boy. Shout out Charmander, Charmeleon, and Charizard. However, <laughs> all, all three. I do want to see yeah. the evolutions, but yeah, I do want to see the evolutions. Score Bunny is I'm leaning that way now. Yeah, I like Fire Pokemon, but like Rookie, the idea to have like you know a chimp that's pretty adorable. I'm Rookie cool is with that. cute. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. November 15th. I'm going to start with the Digimon one. <sighs> You're just the worst. So he wants a leak of Digimon to come out. So that yeah. that's what will get him hyped up. He's like, I was over leaks until Digimon <laughs> showed up. <laughs> Digimon. <laughs> but November 15th, that's when it comes out. I'm looking forward to it. I'll definitely mm-hmm. be buying it day one. Yeah. And that is also, my patch notes. What were you going to say? You said also? I was going to say also the sheep looks really cute, but that's irrelevant. Ah, yes, the sheep. <laughs> it's not important. Okay. I just pick Pokemon based on cuteness, so um, I have to be on the lookout for cute Pokemon at all times. Hey, someone's got to yeah. do it. It's a tough job, but hey, I mean, that's why you're here. Everyone has their own strategy for what Pokemon they like, so. That's true. Well, that has been Patch Note 6.5.19, which we update you on the latest gaming news that broke since last we spoke. Steve. Would you mind doing the honors of closing the show? I will. But first, we have one quick voicemail from our buddy Reese. Reese. Hi, Reese. Hey, players. This is Reese Collin. I'm giving a call because I'm just getting into your endings episode, and you were talking about Final Fantasy being called Final Fantasy. And so I figured this call up and share with you uh, the reason that series is called Final Fantasy is because Way back in the 80s, Squaresoft wasn't doing so hot, and they were getting ready to close their doors, but they had one last game to put out before they did so, and so they called it Final Fantasy, and it saved the company, and now we have 15 of them plus countless spinoffs. So there you go. Next time you wonder why there are 15 games plus uh, spinoffs called Final Fantasy, that's why. All right, keep up the good work, guys. See you soon. That was a great anecdote. I didn't actually know that. And I'm a big yeah, FF no, fan, because, so thank you, Reese. Yeah, because we were talking about it, We were like, why, why is it called Final Fantasy? And then if they ever made a last one, call it Finally Fantasy. but Or The Final Fantasy. The, like it would have to be The Final Fantasy. Yeah. yeah. So that, yeah, mm. I, I had no idea about that. Thank you so much for giving us that little game. You know, that's, that's great a little trivia. Lore. Yeah. That's like real great, lore. Great fact right there. <laughs> I love the suspense. Yeah. What is he going to say? People at work make fun of me for the way I talk. I'm like, sometimes I'm just thinking about the next word I want to say. <laughs> so thank you so much, Reese, for giving us a call. We always appreciate your voicemails. And if any of you out there want to give us a call about anything, maybe the topic we talked about tonight, leaks, or if you got some E3 talk that you'd love to throw our way, or perhaps you got some coffee talk topics yourself. Maybe you want to try to steal Donna D's thunder, although I don't recommend oh, it. I don't recommend it. Shh. That's a hurricane you don't want you, coming you at you. You don't want it. Hurricane Donna leaves <sighs> nobody behind. But if you want to give us a call, reach out to us at 347-509-5620. Leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on a future episode. So it is time to wind down episode 83. It's been a lot of fun, as it always is. So if you've enjoyed this or any other episode we produce, head on over to whatever podcast service you listen to us on, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Podcast Addict, Pocket Cast, whatever it is, leave us a like, subscribe to us, and write us a review. It goes a long way, and we really appreciate the support. 
And of course, if you've enjoyed this episode or anything else we produce, head on over to patreon.com slash plus one player. And if you're feeling generous, throw us a buck or two because every dollar you give us goes right back to the show to make it the best podcast in the entire gaming world. We have an amazing group of supporters and we'd love it if you'd join that rad group. So with that, it is time to finally bring episode 83 to a close. We hope you have enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed making it for you. And as always, wherever you are, wherever you're listening from, we appreciate you and we will talk to you all very soon. Sounds like a juicy episode. And I am frozen, but I ended my speech. We see you. Yeah, we see you. But can you hear me? Yes. Yep. I can't hear or see you. No, I can't. I can't hear you or see you. (laughs) Then how did he answer the question? All by myself. That's amazing. Oh, now I'm back. And he's back. It's a good jam. Yeah, that was a great song. You heard all that with no interruption? Yes. Oh, yeah. We saw you, too. Like, yeah. You never left our screen. Got right. it all in the Yeah, all you never recording. froze. That'll be in the bloops. That'll <laughs> definitely right. be in the bloops.